If you've got a few minutes to spare, it's time to get stuck into the rap. For the week ending February 21, you're listening to The Wrap, Australia's fastest technology roundup. And while last week started with the news that there will be no Mobile World Congress this year, this week it's a little less of a thing. We're over the whole no MWC this year and already know we'll at least see some launches over the coming weeks. LG even launched a few this week, offering models in the K series, which come with four cameras and support for mobile payments, suggesting well-priced phones could be even more competitive this year. It's one of the few bits of phone news in the void left by Mobile World Congress so far, and we know Telstra and Realme should see announcements soon, and they'll be joined by other brands later on as well. But in the spot that was once just Pure mobile news in February is a focus on more, such as photography and videography. Camera makers have filled that spot nicely with the likes of Nikon, Canon and Olympus all talking up new gear this week. For instance, Nikon has a new flagship camera for the pros out there, arriving in the D6. A big one, the D6 won't seem like a huge upgrade at first, delivering a 21 megapixel sensor and 4K video like the D5 before it. Yet it's going to update the autofocus and includes wireless connectivity, GPS and a maximum low-light sensitivity of 3 million, which is practically akin to taking photos in the dark. It won't be cheap and will probably fetch closer to the 10 grand mark when it arrives. Nikon's D6 isn't alone when it comes to expensive and capable cameras, and will be joined by an upcoming Canon EOS R5, a new mirrorless model that will be able to record video at a stunningly large 8K. That'll be helpful for the 5 or 10 people that own an 8K TV right now, though that number will grow this year as more models come out and the cost of entry into the world of 8K drops. There's practically no 8K content out in the world, so capturing 8K isn't exactly an easy thing at the moment, but the Canon EOS R5 could bring 8K filmmaking to more people. The EOS R5 will also support 4K video as well as 20 frames per second for images, but from the sound of things, it'll be one impressive camera that will cost a decent amount of money when Canon gets around to releasing it. And Olympus also has something new in a pro-focused mirrorless, the OMD EM1 Mark III, which is about as initialism heavy as it gets. This one takes a 20 megapixel micro four-thirds sensor and gives it more speed, more stabilization, and the ability to capture 50 megapixels by moving the sensor ever so slightly in slight increments 16 times to make a 320 megapixel image before downsampling back to 50. And all of this camera news comes at a good time because one of the world's most popular photography tools celebrated a birthday this week. You see, Photoshop turned 30 this week and we're all wondering why it hasn't moved out of home and is still somehow more connected with its sibling software than ever. At least it's more mobile than ever, venturing out for a night on the town provided you have an iPad. Photoshop on the iPad is seeing some of the desktop improvements come its way, such as a way of selecting objects in photos using the power of AI, while also giving users more control for placing text. On the desktop, Photoshop gets more control as well, but mostly for patching up some of the unwanted parts of a photo with improvements to the content-aware film mode. And while we're on the subject of photos, let's check out a phone that is more camera than phone, the Huawei Mate 30 Pro. Now this is a bit of a weird one because it's probably not a phone you'd buy in Australia since it doesn't come with support for Google Store. Thanks to that whole Huawei US trade issue from last year, the Mate 30 Pro is an Android phone that doesn't have access to Google's apps and services, which makes its app selection more than a little bare. You can install a secondary app store like the Amazon App Store, but it's not the same, and apps like Uber can't actually run, nor can most of the apps or services you might rely on. What the Huawei Mate 30 Pro excels in is with its camera, which is 
very, very impressive. Made up of two 40-megapixel sensors, an 8-megapixel telephoto, and a depth sensor, the Mate 30 Pro gets some of the best images out and some of the best slow motion as well. It's capable of a staggering 7,000 frames per second, and it's about the most amazing slow motion of any phone or camera. But getting the Mate 30 Pro to feel like a proper phone in Australia is difficult at best. You can't get the apps you're used to or need, and even sharing your photos or saving them to somewhere like Google Drive, well, it's a bit limited. And it's a shame too, because the hardware is very good, but the software lets it down. And it's proof that in a country so dependent on either iOS of the iPhone or Android for just about everything else, a third mobile environment isn't really going to work. You'd probably be better off getting a better phone with one of those app stores, one of the ones you already know about, or maybe just buy another camera, a real camera, to have alongside. And that's it for this episode of The Wrap, Australia's fastest technology roundup. You can find a new one every Friday at Podcast One, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. But until then, have a great week. We'll see you next time on The Wrap. Take care.